0: I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. Welcome to Reading Aloud, a podcast where Adam and I get curious about meaningful and not so meaningful topics.
1: Meanwhile, giving you insight into what we talk about, why we talk about it, and how we talk about it.
0: Be on the lookout for a new release of this podcast every other Thursday. You always make me start these.
1: What? Well, because you're better, and usually when I we... already
0: have something. To All right,
1: that's <laughs> great. I'm glad because I was fumbling there. <laughs> this is why you start. Though. What
0: is your favorite thing that I say?
1: You, my favorite thing that you say ever, ever, probably the 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 ways. Hint:
0: in which... It's a trick question. What were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> but I really want to know what you were going to say.
1: I, I don't know if it's a single phrase, but I like how you you make up words that kind of rhyme with each other. You know, you'll be like, we need the jibba-nima-nima-sing. You know, oh. or like, you'll just speak gibberish. You'll speak <laughs> Or what did gibberish.
0: I say today? Um,
1: mipsy Pip? Mipsy-pipsy or something. Something. it no, wasn't
0: like? Mipsy-pipsy. That's too cutesy-bootsy. <laughs> I said, it's a, it's, it's, that's the thing is it's cooler than a rhyme. It's, I said that that kid was, uh, was so small because we were talking about our friend's baby. It's so small. And I was like, it's like little Mipsy Pip.
1: Yeah. That's exactly my favorite things that you say.
0: I thought it was going to be when I say, you hate me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you hate me you Why? Hate me Yeah it's just, I'll be treating you so sweet And loving on you And then you'll do something That you perceive <laughs> as annoying I don't react at all But you perceive it as like You're doing something annoying And you'll say Why do you hate me? Yes Yeah No that's not my favorite thing That you say
0: <laughs> You get upset <laughs> You get upset about it But it's, it's when I feel Ashamed of my behavior Uh huh Or just honestly, like, you know, those times when you're just kind of ashamed of you, you know, yourself.
1: How often, like, my, my my very analytical brain then thinks, like, I wonder how often people feel that way.
0: Ashamed of themselves?
1: Yeah, not in like a a big dramatic sense, but like, ooh, that was weird. You know, and then kind of like how... Well, well,
0: I mean, you know, I mean, I think that's the whole point of all of Brene Brown's work is that people are... I mean, so that, you know, there's this definition between guilt and shame. Guilt is I did something bad. Shame is I am bad. Uh And, you know, all of her research is about shame because people are riddled with shame. And in fact, when yeah, I mean it comes up in a lot of contexts. Just today when we were cleaning and I was listening to this American life and they were talking, it was the American in Paris episode and they were talking about this woman who had moved to Paris and she was just saying one of the many things she loved about France was that the people just have a very different relationship to food. They were like they were like food is medicine. They never mm-hmm. would think of it the way that we think about it, which is very orthorexic, which is kind of the technical term for it, but that we eat we eat food because it's healthy like we're eating only healthy foods like because it's good for us or something like that as opposed to it being medicinal which is you know similar themes but it's one shame based um, healthy unhealthy good bad the other is this is nourishing me
1: mhm mhm to do to do things in the world yeah yeah, None. I'd say a
0: lot. I'd say probably. Well, I was I was gonna get for into yourself, like, yeah. It yeah. It, it, it's, it it goes back. I mean, you know, it's so it's self imposed. It's societally imposed. It's all. It's, it's do you
1: do you use tricks to like get out of that? Like,
0: I think the more I know, the less. The less I experience shame, the more, you know, I really probably a lot of my circles of friends and stuff are what get me out of that shame place. Because the Uh minute you sit down with a group of girls and you start talking about the things that you experience and you're like, oh, yeah, you go through that. Oh, it's not not so hard for me anymore. Uh And that's really a beautiful thing for getting away from shame is normalizing it through shared experience.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: So we today we're going to talk about
1: today we're going to talk about um, a concept that we've been trying to apply in our relationship. And I don't know how well it's going. Oh, it's going well. It's going well. Great. Great. Well, proportionally speaking. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, we we're not perfect. So the, I, I just a quick context on it. I mean, I, well, first off, it's what we're calling fighting forward. And one of the <laughs> reasons that we came up with the word forward was we uh, recently got back from um, a, a significant time away. And, you know, it was always the coming back. We're coming back. We're coming back. And, and it was we,
0: making me feel a little nervous. Yeah, it was making me feel... We were you talking feel, about it in the context of like, oh gosh, we have to go back to work. We have back go back to back to this. Back, back to, to this. The, yeah, back to this
1: struggle. It makes struggle. me it makes me think of my country song. Back to the place where I came back from in the backyard where I Turn went back to. Turn up your radios, <laughs> y'all.
0: This is gold.
1: It's just called back. Oh, you're right. It starts back, back, back. Back to the plate. Okay, anyway. No, no, uh, one more time. No, 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 no. Back
0: no. in the... Nobody gets the sense of it yet.
1: You just... How many times back can you say... Back to the
0: backyard where I put my boots back on. on
1: the back rack of my back pickup <laughs> truck. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so back what, was to I what we were yeah, talking we were, about. We were coming back. We were coming back. Back to back. what we were talking
0: about. <laughs> Today, somebody just told me I was the funniest person in the world. <laughs> Everybody in podcast world is it's laughing hysterically. Yeah, and you're like, and I'm like I've got to like, get to the I'm, point.
1: I'm steamroll train just right on through. All right, so we were coming back from um, this this time away, and we're you know we're are using that language of like oh I've got to go back to work I've got to now now back to normal life and we're like that's that can't be it like our trip must have progressed us. There was a statement that I think I made in one of our conversations where I was like, yes, we're coming. we're returning to our home we're returning to our jobs and our life in which we were before but it is not the same because the experiences the and the transformation exactly because we are not the same the experiences and the transformation that we felt on that trip changed us forever in a sense that we come back we're just it's just a different way and so we we talked about instead of coming back we were moving forward.
0: Yeah, we were we were going forward, Did, and you know I think you've always brought this up about how the importance of language, how important right. language is, which you know there's lots 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 of people talk about that, but you really bring that to this relationship. I also want to say briefly that you know move the the going it wasn't called going forward,
1: moving forward. No,
0: it was it was called returning forward that didn't We're make going any sense. forward. I
1: think moving forward. We
0: instead of going back it was going forward, moving okay. forward. Okay, whatever. So anyways, we
1: Back to what we were talking about. <laughs> Sorry.
0: I know I just I'm not I'm not I'm not mad. I was just like trying to come up with another one. <laughs> um, so uh, I was talking with a friend the other day who was talking about having been multiple times to this lake house this summer and she was saying, you know, I all, I used to come back with this expectation of like I've got it now. I've got the method for bringing relax, relaxation back into my life and having this balance and this blah 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 and she's like, you know, really it wasn't until I said my expectation is that I'm going to go back to where I was in some way that I really accepted that returning to that state where you know school starts and things start for her kids and and her life comes you know starts up again and the nervous system is just so so uh adapted to that way of being that it just almost like falls into step with the old way and she had a lot more acceptance about it and then could see how maybe she had gone quote unquote back but that she had actually returned to a different Level, it's like the spiral staircase. Like at a higher level, she's dealing with it. Right. So this brings us to yes, fighting.
1: Yes. Yes. So this brings us. So we and I. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's good though because that that actually um, defines a lot what what we wanted to talk about today because we started to apply this just like any other couple or, you know, relationship that you're in, you have conflict and we have conflict and we get into arguments over big things, small things, things that are, are threads throughout our relationships, personality differences. And we thought about what are ways in which we can take those conflicts and not not trying to not have conflict, but but it was this concept of fighting forward.
0: So we were in conflict this morning, and we stopped to take some intentional time and to say a little prayer and try to like get some support um, on on how to move forward. I want to minimize the impact of conflict kind of efficient. just a ridiculous way of putting it, but I, I do want to be able to get to resolve quicker because I think that the quicker we can get to resolve, the more time we spend in a positive space together, but also like we have a lot to do in our lives. We have a lot that we want to offer and conflict is a way to learn about ourselves, each other and to learn how to deal with challenge at a, like on a global level because there's challenge everywhere and we get stuck we'll get stuck I mean mm-hmm. your feedback to me this morning was I think you take it like you you won't let it go we have a conflict and you keep going and going and like you can't it's almost like I become cyclical in the conflict mm-hmm. so that's not what you had said as the definition but that is one piece of it for me is like how can we get out of it and I was thinking about that the other day listening to people talk about um victimhood Mm -hmm. and in that process i was thinking i i almost can't get out of being a victim when we're in conflict like i i just become this like i stuck in place like i can't laugh with you i can't move forward i'm just pissed Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i stay there
1: yeah um I, I think all that but like I remembered as you were talking what oh, good. Um what I had I, you know, I think the the quick definition that I came up with was uh, fighting forward is a way to advance the relationship through conflict. So what I mean by that is that, the conflict is real and it's there and it's raw and you're going to fight and it's not about that but like how do you take that conflict and enhance like apply it and integrate it into your relationship so that just as you went on a retreat and when you come and when you return and you move forward to use our language in your normal life you integrate those lessons from the retreat when you you could do the same thing from a almost a negative or a hard experience. you can integrate the lessons from that and conflict within a relationship is one of the key ways in which couples kind of suss stuff out. And so instead of conflict, you know it's backwards it's it's feeling a feeling of backwards when you're in the conflict because it takes time as you said it takes energy it's it hard
0: old hurts.
1: it's hurtful people say things they don't mean in that moment it's just it's a difficult time and so it brings you there But how do you, once that conflict begins to heal because you love each other and you move forward and you inevitably have conflicts, how do you begin to integrate the lessons from that conflict in order to advance your relationship forward? So
0: I think, you know, people who stay together are obviously learning how to do that. But I think one thing that is a challenge is that it can at times feel like conflict deteriorates the relationship and that it creates scars and wounds that either struggle to heal or keep getting reopened. And so I think that that's the, that's the big thing around conflict is that it, you know, you can either allow it to create these wounds that then just get picked like scabs, or you can do what you're talking about, which is for it to advance the relationship and almost, I mean, and not almost, but to see the value in it and to utilize it as a tool for moving forward. Um,
1: But that's so, I mean, like, I recognized actually as I was talking that that was like, it's, it's, it feels darn near impossible. I mean, like, am I just, am I just like. Saying this no, no, and people actually, are rolling their eyes no, and being like, I what are these people, people talking no, about?
0: No, I think people, I, I think a lot of people recognize that conflict in relationship, including friendship and whatever is, is, I mean, it's, it's almost like when you have loss in your life. And, um, so like after a breakup or after the loss of some person, place or thing, and then you have this weird, almost counterintuitive experience where you feel Better afterwards, stronger. Not that you ever wanted to lose the, especially if it's a death or something really tragic. Not that you ever wanted that to happen, but that the the miracles and the blessings and the things that you learn about yourself in the process are growth they become growth opportunities um, they they strengthen your character they help you to know exactly what you want and need I mean breakups are really good example if you're letting go of somebody that's not right for you you know you think it's the worst thing in the world and then you're you get through it and you're like oh my gosh I am like a, a different person on mm-hmm. the other side and I think similarly when we are thinking of conflict as an as an opportunity to fight forward then we're looking at it from that lens now I, I really want to take take the rest of the time to talk about how that becomes applicable. So that's the theory of it. How do we then do that? And, And what does that look like in the moment? And how can we pull, most importantly for me, how can we pull ourselves out of our our beliefs about ourselves, about each other. Because one thing I'll say is like, you know, I I like to throw my hands up and be like, forget it. We're just like right back where we started. Like Mm -hmm. these like very, you know, like it's over. This is not us, but like this whole thing is worthless. Right,
1: right. We just spent 20 minutes on that and then one of us said something, or I said something, and it's... It's whoop. always, right. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, it's always so you. It's always me. So it's always me. Okay, <laughs> just being clear here. I think, like, I mean, for me, one one trick, or one tip, I should say, that I try to integrate when we're in conflict is, like, uh, just try... I mean, and I, I don't do a, a good enough job of this occasionally, but one thing that I try to do when uh, we're, we're, we're fighting is working to create a container um, in order to, like, both of us sh- sharing our feelings that is in a safe space. And so, like, if we start to kind of make progress in a fight, right, and you share an idea or I share an idea, that that idea is kind of like, it's just, it's met with it. you are having to keep an open mind. Understanding that, like, this is not where we want to be. How are we you know, how are we moving forward and getting out of it is is really helpful for me.
0: I think the biggest thing for me that has been different than any other time in my life is like, I believe so wholeheartedly in myself and I come into a lot of things believing that I'm right. And so with you, you know, especially in the beginning, I was so determined to keep this relationship that I was willing to think, way outside of my my box of what I believed was right and true. So not losing myself in any way, but just being like, I am totally 100% open to compromise, to hearing new points of views, to learning, to being a better person. Whereas in other like, you know, work, friendship, other things. And of course I was much younger, you know, I just was like, no, I I know what's right for me. And that, you know, that's part of my charm that I'm so confident. But with you, it was like, I'll do anything. So make me a better person, not, not you, but like, Mm -hmm. like help me universe, help me God to be a better person. Mm -hmm. So, That was the first thing. And I have gotten away from that in a lot of ways. And so one thing that I've started to do, but feel really reinforced by this trip to do is continue to listen to feedback to practice new things, even though sometimes it feels like we're in the same fight that we're always in, but it's like practice new things and be willing to to try something else, even though I'm not a hundred percent sure how it's going to go. And that to me is really key is like, I'm going to just try something else because before everything I was doing, um, they call it like, you know, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, one of the things that I struggle with in these conflicts and I'm trying to address in, in an essence of like fighting forward and, and helping them move forward is, you know, when you're saying something and you're speaking, one of my triggers in general is when somebody is triggered. I know it's funny, like I'm triggered by other people getting triggered because I have this deep desire to try to fix it or cure it. And so I, I jump over their feelings and emotions and I try to like, you know, address it. And that's, you know, that's been something. So one of the things that I do is to try to minimize my internal talk. And I'll do that by actually when you're talking or you're speaking, I practice active listening. And one of the ways that I practice active listening is actually just repeating what you're saying, like literally word for word, everything that you're saying. So I'm actually hearing it twice and it shuts down all of my internal talk because I'm having to listen to what you're saying and I'm repeating it and I'm like really taking it in at the moment. This is why you lose all the fights. (laughs) Because you're not prepared. I'm not prepared, response. but, but I, <laughs> maybe maybe so. But what it does is it makes me like it makes me a better listener, and I actually hear where you're coming from at a deeper level. And at times when I don't do that, and I'm like already thinking in my mind like what my response is going to be, I don't actually hear what you're saying. And those are the moments in which you know I'll respond, and you'll be like, "You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you?" You know, and, and I'll think that I do, but I had already, I hadn't actually heard. What
0: is it? What is it? Like, so, you know, we're talking about fighting forward because we're practicing a bunch of new stuff right now from everything that we've gained from our trip. And, and taking
1: time. And time time and
0: space. Take I mean, that space. that's the big one is like, is like, it's so hard to fight when you're like, I have to leave for work in 10 minutes. Now we have to wrap this whole thing up or we have to spend the day being like at the other person. Um, But I, you know, so creating space and spaciousness and that means letting go of things and prioritizing, you know, the health of our relationship over anything else. But what else do you feel like is is new? Because I've heard you say that about the listening piece for a while now. Yeah.
1: I think I think like one of the things It's also
0: really valuable so thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the things is just like trust and honesty I think are, are are really big and it's it's one thing that I have really learned as we're trying these new things is that trusting you to love me. And what I mean is that when you're in conflict, at least this is like for me. When I'm in conflict with somebody, I am So afraid of upsetting them more that I will adjust my Mm -hmm. behavior so as to not upset anymore. Because, Mm -hmm. and so there's a level of, and it's not that I'm being dishonest in that I'm lying to you. Like, I'm not saying one thing when I, it's actually like, You know, I'm not lying to you per se, but it is a form of dishonesty in that I'm not being true to how I feel or what my emotions are. It's not that like I want to be mad, but I can't be mad because I'm it's that's gonna upset you further. It's more like just just meeting the conversation actually where I'm at and trusting in that that you will embrace that emotion. Not necessarily with like that you have to be all lovey dovey around it, but like that you'll hear it, that you will hear it. And so I think there's a trust in each other to have an openness around sharing that is, that is so critical that, and, and people being their authentic, honest selves that really helps you fight forward.
0: And I think that that takes... Really, it's the work of the other person to create that safe space. I mean, it takes courage. It's a both -er, there for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it takes courage from both you and I to be completely honest in ourselves. Um, But, you know, I know as you're saying that, I'm thinking... Do I change what I think and feel because I'm afraid it's not going to be accepted? Yes, from time to time, I do, truly. And I think that that's part of what I've inherited as being a a woman in this world. I think that it's been, you know, what I've said has been judged as, you know, these whatever things that are negative about women and their emotions. But I... I know for a fact that because of the safe spaces that you've created for me, I'm much, much, uh, much feel much safer to express myself and know that even if I get it wrong, you're going to be so accepting. So that's where I take responsibility for creating safe space for you and you 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 came to this relationship struggling to, to not people, please. I do know that. And I know that it makes it, it can make it even more difficult when I'm not willing or able to, uh, accept or, or appreciate what it is that you're saying. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Were you crying just now No. in in your eyes? No. You've been so weepy lately that I've like, I'm tracking (laughs) it. I'm like wondering all the time now if you're crying.
1: No, I'm not crying.
0: Why have you been weepy lately?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I you know, I think there was, uh, we had some powerful experiences and maybe, maybe there's like a riff in the space-time continuum or something. I don't know. It's just in my internal space-time continuum. Like you're, I have I no know, idea I'm what that making, means. I'm
0: well, that sounded like up, right? Star Trek. Something like that. Did yeah, you, do, are you, well, up. my qu- um, so are you, did you, do you feel like you're, your heart is open or you're touched or like you're more
1: raw or vulnerable or I just think I'm trying. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think I'm trying to be much more vulnerable. Um, I think I'm trying to, uh, speak more from my heart and, you know, especially between us, like I have been for the past several months trying to put a ton of energy into this relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with that, I think there's such love that's grounded in that. And then I think there's like, there is, there's just, there's just deep emotion that flows into it. Um, You know, we, we recently had a podcast on commitment and there's like, there has been a commitment from me to a recommitment in a way to like enhancing this relationship And with that comes, like, I just get super emotional because there isn't anything more in the world that I care more about than, like, giving myself to this. And so I think that brings up just a lot of emotion.
0: Mm, That's so touching. Can I ask you one more question? Sure. Um, So I love it. I feel super connected to you. Like I just, I just feel so tended to, and I, I mean, it's, it is definitely my style of relationship to be in this with you and to be kind of lots of eye contact. I mean, even last night we were out dancing and, uh, you know, late night dancing. And I was, uh, I just like having you around was so special. And I just, I mean, I felt, I mean, it's like, I don't know. It, it almost feels like when we first met again, Mm. And you know where you're just like you're just you're seeing the person almost for the almost for the first time every time you see them for a long time you're like oh my gosh I love this person so much and you just it's magnetic and and my question without going on too long about it to so try to make it brief if you can because I think we're wrapping up but it's like do you think that's sustainable because I love this
1: well I think it's a I think it's a like a a result of us trying to fight forward because the funny thing is we're, we're experiencing this closeness. And I mean, that's really beautiful. Like you said, of it, it's a feeling like, you know, we first met, which often people call like a honeymoon phase or, you know, something like that. And at the same time, um, that was really born out of conflict. Um, it was born out of conflict. And I think it's the application of, the lessons and the emotions that we experience throughout the conflict, that integration into our lives has now made us um, commit to being better in this relationship and closer with each other. Mm. So I think one of my takeaways is that recognizing that conflict is okay. It is part of your growth as a relationship and it's important To, you know, I think there's, we've talked throughout this whole series, and I'll be quick, we've talked a lot about foundational things, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's really like, we'll, we'll, we'll touch in on like, what is a foundational aspect of this? What is a foundational aspect of this? And so I think there is a under, there's a foundational piece to conflict and understanding that it's going to happen. It's okay. You're different people existing in a, a world in which there you know, is stress and you have different personalities and whatever kind of things. Um, it's, it's, it's okay, yet there is a foundation that you can build in which conflict is, oppor- is an opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. And so even though in the moment when you're in conflict, things are terrible, terrible. And you're you're upset. You're crying. You feel like you know you're just end of the world. End of the world. It's it's so frustrating. Um, your ego. You, you is feel like your your good. ego is pissed. Your it's it's big. And yet, at the same time, there's a foundation and a deep understanding in you to know that wow, these are growth moments for us. This is a growth moment for our relationship, and we can move forward. But better
0: and making it better than it was. Yeah. Well, I always like to do like, a, or I like to try to say something really like, okay, now go out there and fight forward, something like that. But there's, I'm no good at those, so let's just say bye.
1: Okay. Bye.
0: bye. Thanks for tuning in and listening as we discuss what is meaningful and curious to us.
1: And don't forget to rate, review, and share with your friends. Bye. bye.